Welcome, everybody, to our next podcast, which is number nine. Uh, we have Shamil uh, joining us. And as always, we have... AP. AP. Mr. Shamil, I think this is a kind of interesting uh, conversation we're going to have today because I don't think too many people in our industry value it or look at it or even consider it. Let, let's talk about SEO or search engine optimization, Google ranking. What is that? What, what, is, what value does it add? Uh, to a regular business before we dive into the logistics side of it? I mean, naturally speaking, um, if you look at any marketing nowadays, it's all, it's all about digital marketing, right? People Google, people search on their phones. Um, you know, whether you use Alexa or Google and you ask it questions, you could do the same thing with your phone, right? Hey, where's the nearest plumber, right? Renovation company. Where are we going on vacation, right? And then it evolves from that point on to, Right, um, you know, you're you're googling stocks and 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 businesses and consultants and then lawyers. Um, traditionally, however, the logistics companies have been kind of um, very hesitant. It's a very old school industry. I feel I've extremely been... hesitant. I wouldn't say very. I would yeah. say extremely hesitant. Extremely. It's hard to find a carrier, even as a broker, go online, Google it, try to find a carrier. I think KPs have been done it, and you, yeah. you don't find anybody. You just don't know what you're looking for. Right, it's just non-existent. But, you know, and it all depends. Yeah, logistics is a broad field, but you know, I, I've done a couple of sites for logistical companies, and usually every time you you try to, um, you know, they all want a website once in a while. But then when you try to kind of brainstorm with them, you know, what does digital marketing look for you, and how important it is to your business, um, Matt, you're absolutely right. They, they, they kind of hide in their shell and say, no, 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 it's not for us. It's not going to work for us. So let's People make maybe are... make that distinction first. And sorry to interrupt you. You know, you talk about making a website. So what's the difference between just having a website and then doing SEO on it? Most people use a website, you know, as a business card. Um, you know, here, that's our URL. You could check us out. But again, in, in uh, many fields, yours especially, right? They don't really put as much value on, hey, you know, what is the content we're putting on there? What are the images? You know, they, they kind of just want to have the day, hey, let's do it just for the sake of doing it, right? Put our phone number there and whoever needs to call us, calls us. When you talk about SEO, and, and I'd like to draw that distinction, right? One is a website that is user-friendly, has the right call to actions, mentions your prior work, a list of services you do, maybe, maybe just some case studies, right? how you provided a logistical solution, right? Again, to produce and facilitate all of that, you need content writers, you need images, you need input most importantly from um, the firm itself, right? The logistical company itself. But websites like that, they don't just you know, act as a glorified business card, but they actually start doing your selling. You send people there and it's like, oh, wow, what a website. Oh, that's cool. Oh, they, do, they work with this guy? Right and, and blogging, social media kind of uh, you know goes on top of that. Hey, these guys are active, right? Um, you know they they, they uh, continuously uh, go to events or discuss different topics. So a website like that, you know, when most people say SEO website, they refer to the rankings, and that's a huge part of it. But I always stress it, you know, to to people I work with, my clients. Um, once they get to that site, you need to convey them. And frankly speaking, in the last several years, Google has been sort of advocating 
and, and giving priority to the fact that um, they call it organic click-through rate. So essentially, how long do people stay on your site? How many pages they visit? And you know, once, let's say, you do show up on a particular keyword, you know, do people click on you or they click on uh, your competitor down below or above you? So again, hypothetical, you have a website, Matt, I have a website. Everything is the same about our websites. They're pretty, they have the same amount of pages, they've been around for the same time, you know, they load. But, you know, for whatever reason, on your website, people stay on, on average three minutes and on mine, minute and a half. Google, as a blind, you know, as a machine, as, a, as an algorithm, um, it takes care and it, it takes into consideration these metrics. So they know that people visit your website and stay on it longer. Therefore, if all else is given the same, you know, you're gonna outrank my website simply for that reason. And that's a very important consideration. You know, people talk about speed and how you know, speed is affecting SEO. You know, I've read a number of case studies and done it ourselves where, you know, speed is important, but there's no direct correlation between a website you know, and, and again, there's studies and tests on it, right? Your website loads slightly faster than mine. Um, I think Google kind of, it's like next level. The speed affects people's behavior on the site and whether they want, they want to stick around and they have a pleasant experience browsing your website. How many of us, you know, you go to a website, it takes forever to load and then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, ah, you know, screw you it. On. You're, you're bored. I'm, I'm not waiting for this website to load. There's there's a one, and I'm sure KP's thinking, well, there's this one famous one. I'm not going to yeah. name any names. Yeah, I already takes, know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes forever to load. As, 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 a, as a provider of a service, I'm not going to go into it because it's, it's probably, you know, it takes forever to load. And it's, I'm not going to talk about anything specific because it's, it's a dead giveaway. But it just, you get in there, it's just like, Okay. 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 Oh, fine. oh no, we're not loaded yet. Okay, we're there, and then it just takes away from the whole experience. And it's funny you want a website to have an experience, right? You showed me that site during our last meeting a month ago, and I was driving back from our meeting, and and um, I realized one thing. Somebody told me this: any attention is good attention. So don't get me wrong. I don't like that website. I think it's too long to load. Yeah. I think said that you know you're bringing it up right now and it's, it's a, there's a lot of moving parts. So, you know, think of it that way. They, they wanted that attention when they build it for sure. So maybe I'll let KP maybe ask the next question here, but I was going to ask KP, like when, you, when you're doing any research, any, any, any research on a carrier, any research on a customer, what, what's the first thing you do and how, how do you go about that? And, and then obviously drift into a question over to Shamil. Yeah, sure. Uh, I guess just any website I'm, I'm, I'm looking to go on to, it being like user-friendly and fluid, I think that's one of the most important uh, things because you don't want a website to be, you know, super clunky and slow because then that kind of takes away from, you know, what you're trying to do, especially let's just say on a busy day of work, you're going to want the information to be accessible really quickly, especially what you're looking for, right? So I know there's some websites, even though they're nicely laid out on the first page or homepage, just kind of getting through the sub pages and the other pages, it kind of gets a bit tedious and that, you know, kind of takes away from the experience. So I kind of just having a to the point, but clean website would say, I would say is important. And on, let's just say the days I'm making like uh, sales calls and, you know, doing a little bit of information on what a certain company does, just know, like for, to know that, okay, this company manufactures X, X, Y, and Z, and just kind of having that information readily available, i say is a, a you know, good way for a, a company to structure their website. Um, in terms of uh, a question I had was, 
Um, I don't know if we will, we will touch on this a little bit later on, but we kind of if, if of discussion, kind of how AI is going to play into, uh, I guess, the role of S SEO and kind of uh, Alexa and the Google Home. And, you know, because one of the things I, I was watching an interview one time, uh, in terms of SEO right now, it's pretty much digital or print, right? So you search up um, best headphones uh, for a budget. You're able to kind of go through the different listings and whatnot, right? But let's just say when Alexa and voice takes over, it's pretty much going to be, hey, Alexa, order me the best uh, best budget headphones, right? And Alexa's automatically going to choose that, right? Mm -hmm. So you better like you better have your indexing and CEO or whatever the back end proper word for that is properly. Otherwise, you kind of like shoot yourself in the foot, right? So I just wanted to see how that play off in the logistics industry, I guess, right? So if someone would be like, hey, Logista, uh, or hey, Alexa, what's um, the best uh, freight broker in Canada, right? How would we rank towards having that, right? Uh, that's a good question. Okay, so featured snippets. I think that's your answer. Like on Google, you notice, you know, when you sometimes ask a, a question, just example of which you gave, who's the best or, you know, you know, what are the best headphones for your buck? Hypothetically, many search results, if you notice, start giving you like, it, it's a search result. And then underneath it, there's like additional information. And it's yeah. like a snippet, it's called a featured snippet. So there's a particular formula in SEO in order to optimize, to show up on that, you know, featured snippet. And to answer your question, it, I, I, I would think it would be an algorithm that once again, takes certain elements into consideration I'm not joking, but it's actually the way you format your, your quote, right? So everybody writes and optimizes for, to show up for a specific page, but it, it's how they actually lay out the content on the top of that page of theirs and, and the guys that do it the best, and there's a formula to it, uh, they show up in, in the featured snippet. So I think in the AI, I, I, I could see how, you know, that would be, right? There'll be a formula for somebody to rank. But having said that, you know, when you ask for a list of what is the best, even now when you search, you would notice that you get a ton of articles, mm -hmm. right? You've seen it, the ultimate guide, right? The best. Yeah. And then I have a surprise for you, right? The best 2020, the best 2019, mm -hmm. right? The lists are continuously updated. And it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing sometimes because um, like you write a list. I see and I want to outrank you. I'll go out there and I'll write another list <laughs> and my list will be longer than yours, right? You have yeah. top 10 or top five. I'm going to have top 15 or top 20 and, and so on and so forth. So it, it's, um, it, it's curious to see how Google's trends change and how people who are doing SEO search optimization are responding to it, uh, you know, by pr providing answers to people's questions. And then when Alexa and, and uh, Google come, come into play, um, the phraseology changes. The idea is, is that more and more people are going to ask it in a form of a question as opposed to a search criteria. We don't really think about it, but when you talk to Google or Alexa, I have both, um, you ask a question and you hope it recognizes you talk to it like a human. Yeah. If you and I are to Google something, even on our mobile phone, you would, type in, you would type in the search keywords. So yeah. the, the emphasis behind it is that you should do your SEO to answer questions, right? So what is the best, you know, freight forwarder in, in Canada, right? The best freight forwarder in Canada is, and A, you should format the content and provide answers, you know, in the same 
in the same format as the as the question was asked for. So, so the the Google robot looks for those answers on your web page, and that's how it ranks you. So it kind of knows to answer that. The emphasis is that yeah, uh, the results that are at the top are, mm -hmm. are usually. Um, and if you notice, when you ask a question on Google search, right, like you type a question, you'll have the answers, you know, corresponding to the top. I do this all the time. Like uh, sometimes the wife and I, you know, have a debate, you know, what's the population of this or where, you know, where did this happen? And you ask uh, Google at, at home, I have Google, you know, and it, it tells you the source according to so-and-so, this is what it happened. And often enough, it's Wikipedia. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but not or, always. Or, or Shamil's website that says Shamil's always right over here, Lona .com and exactly. always ranks number one, right? <laughs> it's, usually, it's usually the other way around. Right? <laughs> but you're absolutely right. So my question is, and, I, and I've been wondering this for a bit because we're, we're in a very international sphere. And let's say we, I got someone in, in Russia, right? And, uh, and they're looking for a logistics provider here in Canada. Does the, the language change affect the SEO and how does that work? Language changes, search engine changes, right? There's google.ca.com, .ru. Oh, really? Oh, so the results displayed are different. And oh. Google treats geolocations differently and it changes its policies, how it treats it differently. I'll give you an example. 10 years ago, you could have searched and optimized for the same keyword across Canada. Mm -hmm. True story. I have a client, dental hygiene school in Toronto, right? We optimize them for his respective keywords here, right? One of the owners goes to the West Coast. I forget it was Calgary or BC to visit his son. Um, you know, he's like, oh, I searched these words over there and we didn't show up. So we did some additional SEO and made sure that he did show up. Right. So essentially we built some backlinks from that, you know, and we included those keywords five years forward. We have the same problem that they stopped showing up in. Our, then it was British Columbia, but then we did our, you know, our due diligence and we did our research. If you look for um, a dental hygiene school without typing in Toronto, Ontario, just right. Dental hygiene school, dental hygiene school, Canada on the West coast, the results that show up, organically as in in the first you know not on pay-per-click not not on the map all of them were i remember it was something like six or seven results of either associations or local schools mm -hmm. and at the bottom of the first page we were seeing some uh, alberta schools so again you know geography the further you are away from that area when the search care takes place if you don't put in the keywords right so, so in other words, to put it back into our context, if I'm in, uh, if I'm in Montreal, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a customer and I want to know who, who to use as a logistics broker and I don't put general idea, I just write logistics broker, it's going to show up Montreal-based ones first and then it's going to, even if our SEO is great, then it's going to show up as the Toronto ones. There is preference given to local results that are optimized for Montreal because Google realizes you're searching from Montreal. Oh. And your cookies are always on, right? Your banners chasing you, your location's always on. We try to turn it off and search incognito, but you know, chances, chances are we're signed in somewhere and the results you're seeing are more respective of your location. And uh, you know, again, that, that's been a change in Google. Um, unless you put geo you know, identifiers, right? Logistics broker Montreal, 
you're likely to see guys that are optimizing for logistics broker Montreal, obviously closer than a firm that's geographically located in Toronto. So there's ways to avoid it and kind of go around it. A, you know, if you're trying to show up in a different geographic location, you would want to set up a Google My Business listing and register your business there and give search algorithms listings and indicators that you have an office there. That way it finds your business more relevant to the area you're searching from. Again, taking from my experience, uh, client, they do suspended ceilings. They sell a lot of them in the States and they were actually in Costco Canada and Costco USA at one point and they were trying to show up on google.com and uh, you know we, we had a geographical location across the border where they would obviously ship their stuff in a container and then deliver to the customer from, from, from then on and we've done some optimization locally to say that they are in that state and we noticed it with the orders we're getting is that the orders were coming in in a, radi a particular radius around that location that they had so in, in, in our case I forget it was like either upstate New York or, or maybe even Illinois or something, but the orders were coming in from, you know, next best thing. So the states that are surrounding that area. So there's a way to kind of impact Google searches, but you got to know what you're doing. KP, what, what, do you, what do you got from Mr. Shamil? Yeah, sure. Uh, one of the questions I have to think about is if I'm, you know, a small carrier with two or three trucks, I'm kind of just, you know, focused on, you know, running my trucks, my day to day. I don't really have time to, you know, either set up a website myself, like what are the questions I should be asking someone, a provider like yourself to, you Ooh, know, get, get set up or, you know, things I should do my homework on before coming to you and asking, hey, I only got two or three trucks, but I want to brand myself as, you know, maybe something or not super big, but, you know, something that, you know, resonates with our company, right? Boutique style. So as a general rule of thumb, if you don't have enough time, money, or simply resources to do some proper SEO, and I don't mean like hire a company, pay him money and let him do it. Your mind needs to be in it. SEO outsourcing, you know, you're not, it's not something you buy. Unfortunately or fortunately, you have to be involved or a designated member of your team. So, you know, sometimes you have the money, but you don't have the time of day or the right person in mind. So at that point, and, and you're still looking to do something, right? I guess that's what your question is. Um, a, your website should be on-page optimized meaning that don't just get the website for the sake of website. Make sure you have proper content, proper URLs. Make sure your web design provider um, sets you up with proper listings, right? So if you have to pay extra, you know, voice your concern that, look, I want to have, you know, my Google My Business. I want to have a, you know, social media page. Even if there's not a lot of stuff on it, right? Make sure that the profiles are set up. Make sure that you have a blog, you know, maybe in six months you decide to hire somebody or you have a person all of a sudden and you're like, Hey, well, why don't we write some blogs? If you don't have a blog section on your website, you have nowhere to post, right? If you have no social media channels set up with proper logo and nice backgrounds and call to actions, you have nowhere to spread that blog. Do your fundamentals, even if you're not going to do additional marketing. And I'll explain to you why you age your website. It is a lot easier to optimize a site that's already been on Google for a year or two or maybe more that has 10 pages of proper content that opens fast, has the right call to actions, right? So not only should the website be obviously attractive and, and, and aesthetically pleasing and, and convert visitors to clients and provide the right information, but do your due diligence and you know 
make sure you have some SEO friendly content, right? So if you're, you know, uh, talking about, uh, help me out here, you know, refrigeration, uh, transportation, yep. uh, reefers, reefers and, and stuff. So you have those service pages to, to let the customer know you provide that, you, you know, you have some Google reviews from your clients, you know, sync it with your website with a little plugin over time, all this stuff adds up as, as credit and is almost like a r respect with Google. So then, you know, fast forward a couple of years, when you, when you do uh, decide to hire an SEO company, you have the foundation set up. You all of a sudden, you won't even notice it, but all of a sudden you could show up on page two, you know, or bottom of page one even sometimes without doing much of SEO, simply because you, you laid the foundation. Yeah. Very interesting analysis. I always explain it as renting versus buying. A lot more headaches, a lot more, you know, due diligence and a lot more money in order to put a down payment and buy a house. But long term, right, you have appreciation, mortgage payouts, all going for you. So that, yeah. you know, I say that that initial proper website setup is that. And a lot of mistakes that people make is they hire a guy, they like a guy, you know, like company that pitches them they look at you know four of their websites or five of them and they all whatever and but they see one that they really like and they're like yeah you know obviously the salesperson is promising you to build that website that you really like he's going to be great it's going to be like it biggest mistake sometimes an agency you know maybe they got involved at a later date you know maybe they just have that one-off website that looks kind of cool everything else will look yucky you need to see consistency if somebody shows you 10 websites that are pretty kick-ass and for their respective industry, right, they are up there, they're clean, you know, they have all the right elements, they load fast, you know, as you mentioned earlier. Curb appeal. Curb appeal, but also consistency. Yeah. I've seen so many times and I've, I've made that mistake in hiring people. You hire a designer that, you know, has a portfolio of eight websites, two of them look good. You start working with them, you realize those two, you know, he either copied somewhere, didn't really fully develop himself or, you know, they just came out that way because, you know, maybe the moon and the stars know. lined up. But it, it exactly. almost sounds like you got to treat like your real estate. Like you got to put fresh coat of paint every once in a while, do a little bit, of, put a little deck in the backyard, you know, park the little cart in front. So people are like, oh, you know, this is this is where I want to come and this is what I want to do. In the beginning, no. In the beginning, no. But you should always, I, I Again, I'm, we're not that expensive, but whenever I pitch people for a site, I'm like, it's this much. And they're like, well, why? You know, because, because, you know, this guy promised to do it for me for this much. And I'm saying that, look, I am the strategist. I have a I, website. I can go on Fiverr and get it done for half price, Shamil. Don't exactly. you, probably, you probably hear that all the time. Five bucks. <laughs> exactly. And, and the problem is, is that any, any kid, you know, you, you could do it yourself. You can go on Wix and Squarespace and make your website, yeah. you know, 95% of people that are thinking that way don't realize that those hosted platforms are at a disadvantage for search optimization from the get-go because you're hosting all of your information, your code, and your content on a third-party provider. Frankly speaking, you're renting you know, uh, a service from them and the service is a website. You're not really, it's not your site. You don't have designated hosting for it you know, where your files are stored. So you're, you're renting your house, not owning your house. You're renting the land that you built your house on kind of thing. You could, yeah, you can compare it to that. Like those websites, people are like, well, I have a website, you know, my domain is aged because it's on Wix. I have a lawyer client that I'm actually used them as, you know, we, we, I hired him and, and he became my client and spent a lot of money on Google ads, 
has a lot of links out there going to back these very famous, very published, respected individual, a leader, a thought leader in his field. But his website was built, I believe, on Squarespace. Mm-hmm. We built him a WordPress website for the first year, nothing. Like knocking your head onto a wall. He, 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 don't get me wrong. He was nowhere. He appeared on page two. When I say nothing, I mean like, you know, we weren't continuously growing. And when he asked me why, I said, look, you know, you had, as far as Google is concerned, it doesn't really take those hosted solutions seriously. So it's very important to kind of get your fundamentals right. Get your nice WordPress website, clean theme, provide all the information the client could see. Spend original it. content. Original content. Very important, actually. Yeah. I forgot to mention it. Yeah. You know, and then forget about it if you don't want to deal with it. Yeah. But trust me, you know, two years down the road, you won't even you'll see how your website skyrocketed in positions just simply because you aged, aged it. So Shamil, I, I think we got ended on that because I think we're past our 20 minute mark, but I, I think that was a great conversation that we had. And I really wanted to thank you for coming out and talking about SEO and, and providing, you know, how to search and uh, optimize your websites, how to, you know, what questions should we ask, which is a great point uh, KP brought up. And uh, obviously if anybody has any questions, we'll have uh, Shamil's contacts on our, on our uh, page so they can ask him any questions. And again, thanks Shamil for coming up and, uh, and joining us today. Cheers guys. Pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. All right.